You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence in future communication skills and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 64, I'm going to go on a little, whenever I say short, I always go long, so I think I'm just going to stop saying short, because the last, I think, three episodes where I said, I'm just going to take a little short episode, it's going to be chill, I ended up going, you know, 20 plus minutes, so I'm just going to say, I'm just going to have a simple idea, and you've already read the title, so you already know, is that the problem with pure motivation, with just inspiration, especially in the form of inspirational quotes that you see on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all those places, um, the per- the what the person you probably see the most out of um, is someone like Gary Vee, who poses a lot of these kinds of quotes. And while you know, I have no problem with Gary Vee, really. Um, I mean, I went, in fact, I'm in one of his videos, um, in one of his podcasts, I was out of talk and got to ask him a question. Pretty cool. Um, but the problem is that when it comes to inspirational quotes, they don't work. Now, if you listen to my last podcast episode, let's see, what number was it? Number 56, I believe. Um, we're doing when I interviewed Devin Tracy, who's a good friend of mine who really specializes in real motivation and finding true motivation to go to have the energy to do what you want. The problem with inspirational quotes is they don't do what they're intended to do. The purpose of inspirational quotes are to light that fire within you to help you push back the past the barriers and, you know, take that next step. Whereas what they really do, that's what we, I mean, okay, when I say what they're supposed to do, that's what I think we think they're supposed to do. That's why what we think they do for us. Reality, what they do is that they're simply a distraction. Um, There's something that makes us feel good about ourselves, makes us feel excited, but that lasts for, you know, maybe the three seconds that we t- it takes to look at it, see it and go, yeah, and then we scroll past. And now I'm not saying that an inspirational quotes are bad. I'm not saying that you should not, you know, you should, un- you should unfollow everybody who posts them. I mean, I, I mean, I'll occasionally, I try, I try not to just post like just stupid inspirational quotes. If I'm going to post something that's pretty inspirational, like a quote on my Instagram, let's say just at Luke D Maxwell, you can go and see, I try to write something that complements it, that actually gives some kind of value. Of course, I mean, you can, I'm sure you'll be able to find something and go, oh, you're such a hypocrite. Like, no, I realized like looking back, I'm like, okay, yeah, I posted that, you know, that was just pure inspiration. Oh, well, sue me. Um, My problem isn't that they're bad. The problem is that we're a little too invested in them. We're a little too invested in inspirational quotes that we think are important, that we think are really helpful, but they're not. And let me take you back. So I I, I remember the mo- the first time I really thought about this was I was in a social, yeah, it was social media. So I was in a social media class with um, Hintint with an upcoming guest of mine um, who was the professor of that class. Super excited to have her on. That's coming up actually um, maybe December 1st, maybe the 24th of November. We'll see, um, how everything plays out. Probably December 1st, though, to be safe. Um, because we haven't done the interview yet, but we're in that class and we had to create a quote graphic. 
And that was part of, it was just part of the, the daily assignment. You know, it was great, you know, because we had to had do things instead of just sitting there and learning and, you know, being stuffed with knowledge. We actually did, we actually learned something and then we did it, um, which is another reason why I'm so excited to have this professor on. And so I, I remember that my classmate created this graphic and this is the quote. It said something along the lines of when you're feeling bad or when you're feeling down, just remember that airplanes take off into the wind. And me, with my mental health experience and my own, and of course, you know, this is still, you know, I've been, oh, this is at a point, this is only a couple of years ago, I was speaking, I was, you know, interacting with a lot of people with severe mental health issues. And I remember seeing this and going, that's so dumb. Like, who, who, like, what good is this doing? And I remember just looking at that and for the first time really thinking about the whole inspirational quote kind of thing. And I remember just looking at it and going, why would, why, like, why would you put that there? Like, that is so pointless. It's, first of all, it has no relation to real life at all. I mean, yeah, there's a grain of truth in everything, but what's that supposed to do for somebody? And for me, it was just a moment of clarity for me. It's just something I never really thought about before. And so that was something that kind of triggered that line of thought. And of course, you know, now years later, seeing more and more people jump on this bad wagon, you know, the, you know, just on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen the millionaire lifestyle or the billionaire lifestyle or the trillionaire lifestyle. Like, and then, of course, you know, every mix of words between millionaire and entrepreneur. And I'll look at these profiles and all they're posting is quotes, quotes that are are completely pointless. They don't provide any kind of value. They're just there to make you feel good. And I'm seeing them, you know, with their tens and hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of followers. And I'm just, and all I can think of is, wow, a lot of people are being misled about what being an entrepreneur, about what, you know, a motivation is really all about. And so I wanted to kind of clarify this for you in that you shouldn't feel like you, you don't have to love every second of everything. Just because you are living, let's say like me, okay? I love public speaking. I love being an entrepreneur. I love doing my own thing. I love coaching. But it doesn't mean that I'm happy every second that I'm doing it. It means that this is a gift that I have. It's a passion I have for what I do. But it doesn't mean that if I'm not happy, let's say like I'm giving a speech. And this and this happens all the time. I'll be giving a speech. I'll be, you know, maybe halfway through it. And I just won't be feeling it. I just won't be, I just won't be, you know, happy in that moment. I'll, I'm just like, I'm doing my job. I'm doing it. And I'm going to do it as best as possible. And that's what I'm here for. And granted, you know, it's not like I hate every moment of my speech. Not at all. Like, I, I still love speaking. And I, and this happens when I'm coaching, when I'm doing web design, when I'm filming these podcasts. You might notice sometimes that the podcasts don't come out on time. That's just because, you know, I just, I just, I just, I couldn't. I, I knew that I was not in a state to provide value. I knew that if I were to set up a podcast and force myself to do it, it wouldn't come out good because I just wasn't feeling it. And see, that's something whereas with a podcast, I can do. When it comes to public speaking, it's like, no, it's my job. I'm being paid to do this. Boom, I'm going to do it with the best of my ability. And whereas with the podcast, I'm like, I can do this. This is my own thing. I can do whatever I want to do with this. And so... And, and so there's something important to realize and remember that 
if you're not feeling motivated in a moment, that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that what you're doing is is not the thing you should be. It All that means is that you're human and you can't be high every second that you're doing something you should be you should love. I mean, it's the same thing in relationships. And this is actually a great comparison um, to draw upon that most of us know, I mean, maybe for some of you who are younger and maybe haven't gotten into your first real relationship, or maybe you're in your first real relationship, because I know when I was in mine, like my first serious relationship, I thought, oh my gosh, if I don't love every second of of being with this person, then this is wrong and I shouldn't. And of course, you know, I was young, dumb, and in love, truly. And uh, I, you know, I was I was having that high. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, I don't have this high anymore. This is bad. Oh, wait, now I have it again. Oh, wait, this is good. And then so, of course, you know, now that ended up not working out. But it taught me a very valuable lesson is that you know what, I, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have that high, you shouldn't be, you know, have that manic state when you're, when you are doing something that you love, when you are, are pursuing your passions, that's not healthy or normal, your brain actually can't sustain that. Instead, what you need to look at it is maybe looking at it from the perspective, let's say like a middle-aged couple who've been married a couple decades, and Yes, like that love is still there, that passion is still there, but it's settled into into a comfortable state. And I think that's important to realize because we look at, let's say, those couples, and we know, I mean, many of our parents were them, we we see them in TV, whatever, you know, in our lives. We'll see that and we don't go, oh, wow, that sucks, you know, that that looks terrible them just having a, a happy life together you know and and not like doing insane things and being you know high every single second they're next to each other it, nobody really does that if you do then you have a completely wrong idea about what a relationship should be like but it's important to take that perspective and apply it to your passions when it comes to work when it comes to what you're doing whether it's entrepreneur or getting you know moving up in the company getting a job Whatever it is, it's important to remember that just because you're not feeling inspired, just because you're not feeling motivated, it doesn't mean it's bad, it doesn't mean that you should stop what you're doing, it just means that you're human. In fact, I'm going to throw some psych- psychology stats at you that the longest you can, let's say in a, in a new relationship, okay? The problem with basing a relationship off of feelings is that the, the longest that that intense feeling and passion can last in a relationship is three years. The maximum. And by that time, your brain basically stops because it's not good for your brain to be that to have that amount of dopamine rushing through your brain, right? For those of you not familiar, dopamine is your happy chemical. It's 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 what's released during a lot of different activities that makes you feel happy. And so it's just important to realize. And so bringing it back, I want to bring it back. So comparing right that two inspirational quotes why i said inspirational quotes one is that i was just looking through instagram i saw it and i go i hate this so much and mainly because it first of all what it does is it is it lies to people especially i know i know this was and and i'm saying this because i went through this myself when i was a young entrepreneur i didn't know how it should feel i didn't know what i should be doing i didn't know what i should look like 
And there's a huge pressure when you say you're an entrepreneur to look the part, to wear the watches, to have the the pictures with you shaking hands with people and dramatic pictures of you and walking down cityscapes in a in a nice suit. I mean, <laughs> with an inspirational quote, you know, next suit, are you up on stage? And there's there's a lot of pressure to look like that. Otherwise, you feel like you're not a real entrepreneur. And let me just tell you something I've really found, especially with uh, my my marketing firm. Um, I don't I don't like using the word dissolving because we didn't run out of money. In fact, we made a lot of money. Um, it just wasn't the right thing at the right time, and we just didn't want to do it anymore. We knew after six months of not really enjoying the process, we realized, okay, it's been a long time. We don't enjoy most of the facets of this. It's being hard. It's getting hard to just do the work. And so we're not going to do this anymore. And it was a good decision. We took our time and we realized it wasn't just because we we're motivated, because we didn't like it. We didn't like the work we were doing. It was just, it just wasn't enjoyable for us. We want to do something else. And so that was a decision we made. And so in the light of this, in the wake of this, you know, like a month or so afterwards, I'm, I'm finding, you know, I'm adjusting my lifestyle um, because, you know, now I'm back to being a solo entrepreneur doing my own thing. And I was, I've been thinking a lot about, okay, how do I produce content? How do I focus on this? How do I do that? And something I realized is that, you know what, I'm, I am an entrepreneur and I was thinking about like, well, what do I do? Like just on a day-to-day -day basis, like what do I do? And the, the thing I kept on coming back to was I meet people and sell them on, on, on my product, which is me, you know, as a public speaker. And of course, you know, I want to develop new things. I want to try new things. I want to create new products. I want to build new businesses. But at the end of the day, what it comes to is me connecting with somebody and selling them on what I do. And for me, that's the true essence of being an entrepreneur. You know what? Because it doesn't matter if anybody sees that. It doesn't matter if you how many followers you have on Instagram. If you look at my Instagram, I don't have a whole lot of followers because I don't care. I don't care about how many followers I have. Yes, if I built it up to a million, I could turn that into an audience. But the amount of work that would it would take to build up to a million followers, the amount of years it would take to build up to a following where I could actually make a good living off of is so long compared to the amount of time it would take for me to reach out to 10 different schools, sell them on my speaking, get one of them to pay me, and I make enough money to last another two months. I have a very small budget, and so that's all I need. All I need to do is make a sale every every couple of months, and I'm fine. I'm making a good profit. And so, I mean, that comes part of because I've given you know, over 100 speeches, and I've proven myself, and I have that impact, and I have that skill. Um, but part of it, too, is just being smart about things and not and not caring about things that don't matter. Your social media presence it doesn't matter if you're not making any money. It doesn't matter if you're what pictures you're posting. What the how you portray yourself, especially online, is not the definition of being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur means that you are the sole reason. You are the sole you are how you're getting paid. You are how you you I'm not saying this right. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that. You're the person that's deciding what to say, what to do. You're going out into the world. You're connecting with people, right? Companies, of course, but at the end of the day, you're connecting with people and you're selling them. And sometimes, right, that sale is just a relationship. 
because maybe they can recommend you to someone else. Maybe you can just build that relationship because you don't know what will happen. But that's what it is at the end of the day, to be an entrepreneur. It's not to put out inspirational quotes. It's not to be, it's not to be motivated and in love with what you're doing every single second of every single day. That's not what being an entrepreneur is. And you can even relate that to, you know, being not even entrepreneurship, but just having a job. Having a job, it doesn't mean that you have to love your job every single second of every single day. I used to work, I was a bar back at a bar, um, which basically meant I just cleaned up after the bartenders. And I, you know, I did different jobs. I loved the interpersonal communication. I really liked that job. I love talking with everybody. I love learning about how to mix drinks. I love learning about the restaurant industry. But at the end of the day, I quit after only a few months working there because I wanted something more. I, I knew that no matter how much I like this, but I knew that it wasn't my passion and I didn't want to be doing this five years down the road. I didn't want to even be doing it one year down the road. I wanted to be up on stage speaking. I wanted to be making connections with businesses and fulfilling, you know, and meeting a need that they have. I wanted to be the sole reason that I'm making a profit. I didn't want someone else deciding how much to pay me. I wanted to be the one that went to the people who could pay me what I'm worth. And so that's just, I mean, that's just part of my thing is I, I, is I wanted to work the hours I wanted to work. I wanted to work how I wanted to work. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want anyone controlling my life. And so I did that. Be, and so that's the reason that I'm an entrepreneur. That's the reason I'm probably, yeah, making less money than I could if I actually got a good job based on my level of skills that I have. But I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, it means I have peace. It means that I am content with where I'm at, and I'm always trying to take another step. So this got kind of, I mean, and like I said, like this is one of my episodes, just for those of you who are interested in creating content. I talked about this in a couple other episodes. Like I had, some episodes are very well planned. My last one was literally planned. It was a planned speech that I gave. But episodes like this are where I just have a topic and I just want to talk about it. I just want my unfiltered opinion, my unfiltered voice coming out about this because I don't want to think about this too much because when I think about it too much, the emotion isn't there. And so it's a striking a balance between having a lot of emotion about something and then um, having a very logical pattern of thought behind something. Um, so that's just, that's, that's what I have for you um, is so basically in retrospect, I want to kind of wrap it all together for you. Um, like any good speaker would is that inspirational quotes, you shouldn't, you shouldn't find inspiration from them especially if they don't have value, if they're like, um, what is it? What are some? I can't even think of them. I just blocked them out of my head. And I'm literally going to Google stupid inspirational quotes right now, and I'm going to show you what I mean. Here we go. Stupid inspirational quotes. Here we go. That one's kind of funny. Be stronger than your strongest tequila. That's funny. Oh, oh, here we go. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like, just how stupid is that? And if we don't think about it, we're like, yeah, that's right. Or what's stopping you? Or um, let's see, what is, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not getting really anything good off of the search. Um, I should have, I could have actually created a list um, beforehand. That would be, that'd actually be a really funny video. I'm sure it's, it's been done. Um, in fact, oh, that that reminds me. I'm going to be producing a little bit more uh, content on my YouTube channel. Um, it's just Luke Maxwell, um, Communicate with Confidence. I'll be posting some of the episodes, like full podcast episodes up there. But I'm also 
I'm still formatting. I'm still trying to find, you know, the right fit for an actual YouTube show. I, I have some really good ideas for different segments, and I'm just kind of putting it all together right now. So by the time this comes out, no, I won't have anything. <laughs> but in a couple of weeks, at least, I'll have something. I have an amazing, amazing interview that's going up this Saturday. Um, and I'll, yeah, in fact, it's with John Beatty who's a magnificent speaker. He's an ins just super, talk about inspiring, like actual inspiration with value attached to it. Just an awesome all-around guy. Like I just had such a great time talking to him. He gave a lot of really good value about being a public speaker, about improving your communication skills. So that's coming up this Saturday. The video interview will be up on YouTube and then I'll have, of course, the audio here on the podcast. Um, so that's all that's coming up. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. As always, links and everything are at communicatewithconfidencepodcast.com. There's some stuff that I'm continuously working on. I'm, I'm figuring out a lot of things. But in the meantime, remember to stay on the positive side of things. 